Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Pre-Morning Show. We're your hosts. We're your hosts. I'm JJ. I'm Shane. And we are joined by... Me! (laughs) Me! Backseat Driver. We have another true crime episode coming at you. Uh, But today is Friday. It's a bonus episode for you all. And we made it to 30. How crazy yeah, is that? 30 episodes. 30 episodes. Can't believe we made it this far. Um, we had so many doubts. You thought we were going to get canceled. <laughs> yeah. um, it's Friday, April 29th. And um, the time right now is 7.03 a.m. So we got uh, about a little less than an hour to get this show on the road. Since we're going to do an episode on Monday, why don't I just save... All the stuff that I was going to tell you about. I no, I want to hear it now. It's, it's fresh. No, but you have. But this is like the Are we episode have time? for. I mean, maybe, let's but just, I need to hear the okay, story. So, get opening bed right, out of the way. Okay, okay, okay. House cleaning items. House cleaning <clears> items. We had, we had an event yesterday that you and me put on together. A counselor connection. All the a bunch of different high school guidance counselors came to campus to see what campus is like and we treated them to lunch and then they had a a, a bunch of meetings with the deans and then we had a big dinner needless to say it was a really great event put on by me and you yes i know they're gonna get that feedback survey today after the event's said and done and we're gonna see what really gives a lot of high praise yeah we'll see we had a crab feast last night um in addition to the crabs, shout, that Charles out, is, Charles. shout out Charles's and dad. His dad. Yes. Well, really, Charles's dad. Yeah, well, Charles, too. Well, Charles, Charles organized man, it. He manned the grills. <laughs> yeah, he organized. Grilled. He getting, organized the crabs. He organized getting, yeah, the crabs. Um, but we also had burgers, uh, veggie burgers, turkey burgers, a bunch of sides. Anyway, a lot of great food. It was basically eating all day for the counselors. Yeah, it was fun. Now, my story begins after. The events of yesterday. Mm-hmm. So afterwards, a bunch of counselors, um, they go to Hoppers. So I go over there. You went to Hoppers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went over to Hoppers with them. And Charles did too. He had one beer, but I had two. So I was feeling good. After two, we were just chatting for a while. And then we go to walk back to our cars. And we see the Knights of the Bury dueling so you the... were really on canvas when you sent the video I yeah. wondering. i didn't I even take that video. that video we did it was a very eventful evening it was like so, so what, i felt like i was a student again what are the knights of the yeah, bury? who are the knights of the knights of the, the bury? knights of the bury are a jedi club on campus and they're led by um darth deagle he's he wears a cape <laughs> actually they're 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 jedi man i asked who was the jedi master and it was Jeremy, but their lightsabers are cool, dude. They it let me. They're not like the we ones were fighting. From, they're not like the ones from Walmart. You could pick no, up no, no. Them. These are like hundred dollar. hundred? Do you think that's it? Well, the, he said that he bought. If you buy an eighty dollar mystery box from this website, he texted me. I gave him my number. He, <laughs> he sent me the mystery box website. <laughs> if you buy this mystery box, it comes with a random character's lightsaber, and they're really nice like that, and a bunch of other stuff. So he was like, "It's a really good deal." And he said that the club has grown by like three members. There was a guy there from UMES that was just on campus and oh saw gosh, people fighting with lightsabers and walked over there. It was what happened to, to us. So I was walking by and I was like making jokes, but I think what they're doing is cool. I, I, re- I really do. It's super nerdy, but Were it's they actually cool. like fighting for real? 
No, they it were dueling. Like they were hitting, like hitting each. No, was, nothing was choreographed. That's what was cool. It's like they were actually like sword fighting, but with you know lightsabers. And the lightsabers made sound like they were like when you swung it. That's awesome. And when you clashed, it would make a sound like you clashed. So it felt like you were actually fighting with them. Can you make the clashing sound too? Um, it was like <laughs> like that. <laughs> that was that good? That was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty it was good. Like, <laughs> Like that. And dude, I'm good with it. I'm sick with it. Are you going to campus advise Knights of the Bury? I, I'm actually going to text them back and be like, do oh, you they're guys not, need an they're advisor? Not, they're not in a recognized? They student? are. They are. Okay. They just started on campus. They are. Yeah. But anyway, so we walk over and I'm like, I'm cracking jokes as we're walking over it because we I, we see them from a distance, obviously, because we see a bunch of lightsabers swinging around and, and a guy a in a cape. <laughs> yeah, he was like, a guy in a had cape. his cloak on his hood over his head. Covering his eyes now. Neck beard, yes, right. So they mm-hmm. they were a couple of them were neck beards, and what I mean by that is like when you're talking to them, like the jokes that they said, oh, it was just a little bit cringy. Yeah, it was really it was really cringy, but like but, nerdy. Yeah, yeah, but like I, I don't even know how to I don't even know how to explain it. You would you you just you had to be there. I know you hate that. <laughs> Anyway, so we see them from a distance, and I'm like, oh, this is the new club. Like, just so you guys know, like, wonder what's going on. They were they were dueling, and um, they're pretty good with it. But then Jen Day's daughter, who who came out to Hopper's Okay, I was wondering who that was. She, she, she goes to SU? Too. No, she goes to Washington College. Is her mom trying to sell her on SU? Um, kind of getting her to transfer, trying to get she, her to transfer. Is she a freshman? No, she's a senior. She's gonna be a uh, gonna be a senior. Yeah, at this point it's too late then. And so her and one of the other counselors walks over to the Knights of the Bury. I didn't know what was going on. I just see them like run over to them, and they are like, "Can we try your lightsabers or whatever?" And then now we're all going over, and now we're using lightsabers and fighting each other. And that's how the video of me on the ground, and because somebody hit me in the stomach with it, and then I of course died. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to but life. the problem is, the lightsabers had like a, a head. <laughs> it looked very phallic. It was really, <laughs> the lightsabers looked really like, they was like, I was like, you stabbed me. And I was looking around. <laughs> anyway, so we did that and then we heard this band was playing and there was a concert in Fireside. And so we, we walked towards the building. We were going to our cars after we talked to the Knights of the Bury for a few minutes. And then one of the counselors goes, there's a plant inside here that's worth like $600 that they just have sitting out. I took a picture of it and sent it to my friend, and she's in disbelief that they just she, have this plant. She has like a, a knowledge of like all the different You guys know of the like plants plant. outside the Wacomico room? Those big leaves, those giant leaf plants? You guys don't know what hey, I'm baby, talking about. I'm, she was trying to convince me, and I was very close to doing it. Because if you take a plant by the bud, it will germinate in soil. Propagate. Like, propagate. Germinate. Germinates from a seed. You're right. It will reproduce, basically, from just a piece of the plant. But you have to get it at the right spot. And this was a thick, viney plant. And so she was trying to get me to, like, sneak the bud off of it. I didn't do it, but I was close. They how have cameras out there. So well, how difficult be would it have been? I looked for cameras. There was no cameras. Huh? How difficult would that have been? You had it, to like get under I the soil. I would have had to like. No, no. I would have had to like really break. You break, break the this. leaf off the stem. But you need a piece of the. You need a piece of the root. Uh, just a little piece of it. Like the root. 
not not the root. It's called something. She kept calling it something, but it was like the bud or something. You needed like an actual piece of the. No one would have known what you were doing. Then. Node. Were... That's what it was. Node. You needed a part of the node where the stem was coming off of. Like there was a little node there. You have to snap it. So I almost. And at that did time, it. no one's really around, though. Right. That's why I almost did it. But, but what kind I would have gotten fired. It? It was really? a really nice plant. She showed me what it looked like. Or I'll have showed, to take a field trip she, over there today. It, yeah, we need to. You need to. We need. I'll. I'll get the counselor to talk to you about it. Great. You'll, you'll. We'll be on the bus together. Anyway, we go and see this. Con- we hear the concert going on. They're playing like old music. You know, like was it grunge music? Breakfast? No, it wasn't. They were called mm-hmm. Loose. Loose. Yeah, they were called Loose, but they were in there, and. We they we went inside to get Chick Fil A, but they were closed. They close at nine, by the way. Thought it was eleven thirty. Always been told it was eleven thirty, huh. but it's nine now. Anyway, the janitor, somebody upstairs, starts screaming at. They start arguing with each other, like fighting, like the two janitors. Okay, two black guys up up on the second floor, dueling with like lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> dueling with something because they were yelling at each other, and we were like, maybe we should. Let's just go outside for a minute. And so we went outside, and uh, Loose comes out. This is my favorite. This is my favorite joke that Jen Day. Loose comes out, and they were like, "We were like, hey, good job, guys." We didn't know their name was that. And Jen was like, "What's your guys's band name?" And, and they go like, "We're Loose." And she goes, "That's tight." <laughs> <laughs> they all lost their wow. minds. They all she, lost their like, minds. that quickly, she thought of that. Well, we had talked about, we had, we were talking the whole night about being hip, because you know how hip I am. The hippest. Right? I'm, like, that's no cap, right? Uh-huh. And also on God. Yeah. So I'm pushing P, and I know that. And so I was calling all of them Chugi last night, which Chugi means that you're not hip, basically. You don't, you're not with it. And so they were getting mad that I was, because they all knew what it meant. Because they are hip, because they work with high schoolers all day. Um, so she was saying, she was trying to bring tight back the whole night. She kept saying tight. tight. And then she said it as they said their name was loose. And I was like, this is, <laughs> I literally can't handle it. <laughs> anyway. funny. The cops get there. I know one of them. The cops? Why the cops come? I'm going to tell you that. Cops get there. I see Tyler, who's my old friend from the gym. And I'm like, hey, man, do you think you could help me steal this plant? So, because I said, do you have a knife on you? Like, would you care if I took a piece of that plant inside? And he was like, yeah, let me just deal with this real quick. Tyler's a cop. He's a cop. He goes inside, and then another officer comes up, and then another officer comes up. Uh, Okay, something's going on. We need to to stick around and see what happens. Regret. With the counselors. Regret. Regret. Okay. So, the guy who was allegedly yelling inside was Mm. irate, and they had to escort him off of campus. He was screaming, profanity, yelling, very, uh, very misogynistic stuff, by the way, because there was a female cop. So that was really kind of like, uh, it was making, it was making everybody really mad, but we were also like cracking jokes the whole time about him. But he was like screaming and saying like, but they, they literally arrested him because of how loud he was like being. Like in handcuffs. Yeah, he was in handcuffs and they were trying to put him in the car and that's when he started really, <laughs> really screaming at him. Bye forever. But I think he lost his job. Oh, geez. Do you think? Oh, we can find it on the website tomorrow. Ooh, we'll have to look. Yes. 
So then, the website shows that. Mm-hmm. Two days after an event happens, this is at like nine thirty. An incident happens on campus. Oh, we have to. We have. Well, to. well it's, not, it's not been two days. I would have. No, that's why I said tomorrow. And we have yeah. to. We have to. We have to look for it. He was. Cr- it'll he was say on like the careers going website, crazy. or it'll show like an. Article. Yeah, we'll see a job no. opening. <laughs> <laughs> no, the police report. Oh, uh, okay. I almost want to message Shyla and be like, "Yo, what happened last night? It was a really bad look." Okay, because I had people that were interested in. No, but that was maybe it was a, a very good look because of the police were <clears throat> responsive. They were re- very responsive. They were almost too responsive. <laughs> that guy was so mad. They had to push him out of the building. Like they had to literally physically like, physically get him out of the building, and then what and he was were being they more... arguing about like not using the right Windex. I, I, I don't know. Apparently, he wasn't using the white right Windex, so he kept streaking. <laughs> streaking. Sorry. It's yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, it was very quick. Like one thing after another. Yeah. Like just was happening. Well, I'm sure they'll be talking about it this morning. It'll be a totally different vibe today. Yeah. At the, when they all come back, so they're all going to come back to campus today. For another little bit of a of of an event, and and I, well, some of them. So that that group went to Hoppers. I think some they all went to Guido's, few, Guido's. Guido's and Evo. Yeah, so oh, some wow. went to Evo, and then the table I was sitting at. Did they all go to Guido's? Mm-hmm. They were talking about it. Did they actually? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. I mean, hopefully I don't know. they I didn't, didn't see an incident at Guido's. Oh my gosh. Oh, but. Yeah, it's going to be a different dynamic today. You watch. You just watch. There's like everybody bonded over the night. It's going to be, today's going to be really fun. But it started That's with hilarious. you guys. So great job. Shout out you, you guys. A lot. Shout out you guys for playing that event. Yeah. You did great. I feel like he did most of the work, but it's fine. No. He's not even arguing. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> you just, well, you, you had did a lot hotel, of the you emails. Did, you had to do the hotel stuff. I, I did. That was, that was Haley. kind of annoying. But I did, I did, I did. Shut down Haley Contreras. Shut down, <laughs> down Fruitland Hampton Inn. And shout out Mimi from uh, from the north side. Yeah. Hampton. Getting back to us quickly. Actually, yeah. I did send that email, that last one, on your account because yes, I was getting on you, you about sending the email. I was like, I'm just going to go get on your computer and send this email myself. No, it was we were both in my office. We were about to do it, and I got pulled away, as usual, to do something else. So... Anyway, sorry, I don't want to take up too much time. Yeah, the rest I, we of have the, something very important. Yeah, the rest to talk of about. Counselor Connection will um, finish up today, so I'm ready. I'm excited. I think that I mean we're we're in the home stretch. The event's pretty much over, so it's gonna be fun. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. We do have other. We'll we'll do the we'll do the other um, sh- uh, shout out and shut down submissions that we got. We'll do that on Monday. Yes, let's do that on so, Monday. We need right. to focus. Okay, here. let's let uh, right. has something. Let's go ahead and put the ad in, and then we'll jump right in. We'll okay, okay. That's Camille's a good time. here. She's gonna do her true. Good time thing. for an ad. Good time for an ad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and we're back. Yeah, we're back. And um, like we said, we're joined by Camille, and she. Uh, so last time she was here, she did a true crime episode. Um, about Michael Malloy. <laughs> um, she was she was Michael Malloy that day. <laughs> she died and came back like four times. <laughs> yeah, we you guys probably didn't uh, notice, but we had to stop the episode um, at least once because <laughs> she just couldn't keep herself together. Anyway, Camille is back on the show and she's got a new true crime um, episode for and us. We, have we don't no know idea what it is, what it's going to be. 
And um, by the I'm, way, she's been working very hard on this. I feel like she has been really constantly trying to figure out what to do, asking us like what we've given her me? no help. By the way, <laughs> <You're not laughs> she helping. asked us if we if we wanted to do a solved or unsolved mystery, mm-hmm. and we told her just surprise us. And she's at the end a wealth of, of of murder knowledge. So <laughs> at the end of the story, we're gonna you and I are gonna speculate as to whether or not. It's solved. Before you actually like tell us the end, we'll figure out if it's solved or unsolved and present our, our theories. Okay. That works. Okay. Without further ado. Please. We present. Camille. True Crime with Camille Volume 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I have to preface this with, I'm really sorry, JJ. Mm-hmm. Your plan is not going to work. I feel like I need to tell you from the beginning, this is unsolved. Okay. So, but because in the middle of the story, like, you'll understand that it's unsolved. This episode's done. (laughs) But. I hate unsolved mysteries, but fine. So, you'll have to give me your theories because it's just really weird. Oh, I need to. Okay, hold on. All right. So, this is the story. Of Brandon Swanson. Oh, this is the story. Were you thinking that? I was thinking, this is the story of a girl. All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Brandon Swanson. Have you heard of him? I have not. Never. Swanson. Go ahead. So, no. Joe okay. Swanson. So. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. At 1.54 a.m. on yeah. May 14, 2008. So. That's my wife's birthday. Wow. 2008. Not 2008. <laughs> <laughs> She would only be Do you have 14? something to tell us? <laughs> um, she would have had Wesley when she was 10. <laughs> Ew. Oh, God. God okay, so this was 2008, okay. um, 14 years ago. So uh, almost 14 years ago, exactly. Yeah. Um, 19-year-old Brandon Swanson called his parents for help getting home. He was on his way home from a friend's house, and it was one four. 1.54 a.m. So his parents were like freaking out, but he was like, everything is fine. I just got my car stuck on the road. Mm. Um, his tires were like suspended in the air. Um, oh so he just needed help getting his car like back like, on the like road. He's like hanging off in a ditch. Yeah, sort of. exactly. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm, yeah he was in you. a ditch. Um, so he told his parents exactly where he was, um, but when they came to find him, he was never there. He was gone. Oh, man. So that Wait, night, I already have a theory. Okay, Sasquatch, Bigfoot. Yeah, that's what Sasquatch is. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so it was okay. I guess we should say we're in Minnesota, um, and it was about forty degrees that night, so it was pretty cold outside. Um, Brandon was wearing his glasses. Minnesota. He was legally blind in one eye. Um, blue jeans, a striped polo shirt, a black hooded sweatshirt, and a Minnesota Twins baseball cap. So, he wasn't really dressed for 40 degrees. Yeah, that's weird. Hold on. Um, Legally blind in one eye, you're allowed to drive still? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You Just can make see a lot with one eye. He had glasses. That okay. corrected it. All right. Okay. Um, so, he was 5'5 and 125 pounds with brown hair and blue eyes. So, small pretty guy. small guy. Yeah. Brown hair, um, blue eyes is a good combo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying... <laughs> Brown hair, blue eyes, small guy, one eye. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So let's go back to how Brandon ended up here in a ditch on May 14th. 
So on January 20th, 1989, Brandon Victor Swanson was born in Marshall, Minnesota to his parents, Brian and Annette. He graduated from high school in 2007, Mm -hmm. um, and he immediately started that fall at Minnesota West Community and Technical College, and he was studying wind energy and wind turbines. So they were from like a real, really rural area. Um, wind turbines. A Those classes must twister. blow. I was going to say, stop. I can tell you're trying to think of a pun. Like, I can literally <laughs> feel. I can Just feel. listen to the story, JJ. Please. Okay. <clears throat> so he was studying wind energy and wind turbines, and he completed his first year. Um, he was commuting from his parents' house in Marshall to Canby. Um, the college was located in Canby. It's about 35 minutes northwest of Marshall. Um, so he was a really good student. There weren't any problems at home, um, really close with his parents and his sister. And in the fall of 2008, he was going to transfer to a four-year university in mm. Iowa um, to keep continuing his studies of wind turbines. So on May 13th, 2008, so the day before Brandon went missing, um, classes at his community college ended for the spring. Um, him and his friends decided that they were going to, you know, end the semester right they were having some parties um so i'm gonna send you guys this map because it's kind of confusing like all these places we'll we'll look at it on your phone we'll post it okay perfect um let me get this for you that's a good idea we'll post it on instagram and say you're gonna need you picked this because we're all admissions counselors right yeah Talking about transfer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was Did he graduate from the... You're saying that they ended the semester at the community college or mm-hmm. the four-year school? Okay. The community college. He was so going he, to transfer to he a He finished his first year at community college, um, and then he was going to transfer to a four-year school that year. <clears throat> so, so you can see on the map, so the red like pin is Canby, where his school was. Marshall is in the middle, mm. and then Lind is all the way down at the bottom there. Yeah. Yeah. So he was going from Marshall to Canby every day. So you can see, like, there's that one main road. Yeah. Why would he go down here? No, no. So these are just the three places. So he was starting his night off at a party in Lind. So he left Canby where school was to go to the party in Lind that night. It's like a, yeah, it's like a 40 minute drive or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's at a party in Lind. Um, pretty much the opposite direction of Canby. You can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is with his friends. They were all drinking. Um, but his friends said that he didn't really seem intoxicated. Um, also, just to put everything in perspective, though, most of his friends probably weren't 21, and he definitely wasn't 21, so Ooh. they probably didn't have, like, the best judgment mm-hmm. of intoxication at that point <clears throat> in time. Um, and... Yeah. So he left Lynn sometime around 10.30 or 11 p.m. And he made his way back to Canby where his school was for another party. Oh, wow. So That's he a went, long drive. So he yeah. went down and they came back. Yeah. After drinking, you're going to drive 40 minutes back to school? Yeah. That's a lot. And he lives in Marshall and over here. he lives here. in Marshall, yeah. And he was already close to home. Why wouldn't he just... Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. So he went back to another party. So... Um, he goes to this party in Canby for a little while. He stays with his friends. Um, his friends all said that he had at least one shot of whiskey. Um, they all, like, took a shot together, I think. Um, nice. But no one could really confirm, like, if he had anything to drink more past that one shot because they were all partying and you don't really, like, <clears throat> you know, tally your friend's drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So he left the party in Canby around midnight, um, and he was leaving from Canby to now go back home to Marshall. So this is, like, his drive that he makes every single day. So That's a long time. Um, it's late at night, but he, you know, did this every day. And that's about an hour drive from... Um, so from Marshall to Canby is, is like, 35 minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it can be an hour, depending on traffic. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so he leaves the party around midnight. Um, and then it's believed that his car got stuck around 1.15 a.m. Mm-hmm. So that's an hour and 15 minutes that's completely unaccounted for, that no one really knows what happened in that hour and 15 minutes. Um, so he gets his car stuck at 1.15, calls his friends. Um, no, where About where is his car stuck again? So that's going to come into play. Okay. So hold on. So he calls his friends no one's answering because they're still all at the parties um so now we're back to the beginning at 1:54 a.m on may 14th when he's calling his parents mm-hmm. so he calls his parents for help tells him he knows exactly where he is he is halfway between lind and marshall so that's where he says he is but remember he was, <clears throat> he was leaving at, he was coming Canby. from canby right exactly. so he wouldn't be down there so he says i know exactly where i am i'm halfway between lind and marshall um, can you come and, you know, help me? Unless so, this road was blocked off. <clears throat> no, it was open. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he stays on the phone he, with his parents, um, Brian and Annette. They leave their house to go try and find Brandon. So they're on the phone the entire time that Brian and Annette are driving. Um, and they drive to Lind. So they go, go from Marshall to Lind. Um, they drive the whole way there, and they don't see him at all. Um, so they tell Brandon, okay, we're here where you told us that you are, um, but we don't see you. And Brandon's like, that's weird. I don't see you either. But this is like, you can tell in the map, like, it's basically all farmland. So yeah. um, it's just really weird because it's, like, flat plains. So mm-hmm. there's nothing really, like, obstructing their view. Um, so... They tell Brand- Brandon's like, I don't even see your headlights. And his mom's like, okay, we'll start honking our horns so you can maybe hear us. You're saying it's like so open that they should be, he should be able to see them coming exactly. from way, way out. From farther away, yeah. So they're like, all right, we'll start hon- honking our horn and see if you can hear us. Um, and he doesn't hear them. And they're like, all right, why don't you start flashing your brights to see if we can see your headlights, even mm-hmm. though you can't see us. So he does that. And his mom, Annette, says that she could hear him on the phone. Like, he, she could hear the flicking of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing. What's the it called? Light, the yeah, high, beam, like the, high beams. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, she could hear him doing it. Yeah, but, but they didn't see, see anything. Mm. Yeah. Um. So now they're like... His parents, Brian and Annette, are like, all right, are you sure that you know where you are? Because it doesn't really seem like you are where you're saying you are because we're exactly where you say you are and you're not here. Um... So they question him and he starts to question them. He's like, no, I think you're confused. You're in the wrong place. Um, He tries to explain again to them where he is, but it's kind of hard because it's all basically just farmland. So it's like, just like fields. Um, Brandon got really frustrated and he actually hung up on his mom. So his mom called him right back and he picked up. Everything was fine, and she just tries to calm him down. Like, we're just trying to help you. We're It's frustrating for all of us. It's late. It's cold. Like, we want to get you home, too. Um, 
So Brandon at this point thinks that it'll just be easier if he goes to where he thinks they are. Mm -hmm. So he sees town lights and he thinks it's a town of wind. So he... This dude's very confused, right? I mean, he's totally not where he's saying he is. Just wait. We we don't know for sure. He believes that he's in Lind or... He believes he's halfway between Lind and Marshall. We still don't know why he took that route because if you guys are looking at the map... It's we'll a straight post shot from the college to Marshall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a drive that he takes, he takes like every detour. day. So it just doesn't make sense. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Um, so he says, okay, I see the town of Lind. Um, there's like a bar or pub or some kind of thing that's like the first thing that you hit when you get into the town of Lind. And Brandon's like, I'll meet you guys in that parking lot. And he was walking. Yeah, he. so he gets out of his car and he starts walking. <clears throat> Bad idea number one. Um, so at almost 2 a.m. Yeah, no, pa- past 2 a.m. now. Yeah, no bueno. So Brian thought it would be best if he took his wife Annette home, um, so that they just had someone at their house in case something were to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still stayed on the phone with Brandon while he's walking. Um, so his Brandon, phone's gonna die. Calling it now. So Brandon told his dad, he's walking. He's describing what he's seeing. He's walking through fields and climbing fences. He saw gravel gravel roads that weren't paved he heard running water in the distance which is also weird because there is no water that runs near lind Mm. um so in total they were on the phone for about 47 minutes um and brandon says oh shit and the call goes silent oh i censor that out So, um a lot of things say that the call was dropped but like it was oh shit do 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 like that was the end of the call um but it seems more likely that he said oh shit and the call went silent like he dropped his phone and then his parents like hung up and tried to call him back like they thought he lost service or something like that anyway either way um that was the last his parents ever heard from him Mm. so they call him back a bunch of times and he never answers so they spend the rest of the night looking for him, driving around the area of like Marshall and Lind, the whole kind of, you know, in between and around, just trying to see if they could find him or his car. Um, nothing was found. So at about 6.30 a.m., so this is like four-ish hours um, after he got his car stuck, or he called his parents mm-hmm. for help. Um, what time did you say? 6.30 a.m. Wow. They called the police. Um, so they've been searching all night for him, and now they're calling the police to report him missing. Um, what did the police do? Um, nothing. So they told his parents that he's 19. Um, he's legally an adult. It's uncommon for it's not uncommon for young men to just kind of go off the grid, right. um, and he has the right to not contact them. So they're like, he's an adult and he can do what he wants. And his parents are trying to reason with them, like they he wouldn't have called for help if he didn't want us to help him mm-hmm. basically um so they finally get the police to go around come around um and they pull his cell phone records later that day so they were they came around pretty quickly which luckily um this is 2008 obviously so there's not really like iPhones right so mm-hmm. he has a flip phone so they can't really track his phone with GPS um so they just have to go off like the tower pings mhm um, and his ta- his phone pinged off a tower in Porter, Minnesota. Is that on the map? Zoom out. All the way up here. Yeah. 
So it's in between Marshall and Canby, but a lot closer to Marshall. Or, sorry, a lot Canby. closer to Canby. Canby yeah. yeah. Um, so he was very turned around. Um, <clears throat> did they so, have? Did you say there was a timestamp of when his phone pinged there in that area? I don't think there's a okay. timestamp. This is like the yeah, last time. The last ping was from Porter. So it was probably around 3 a.m. <clears throat> like mm-hmm. if he was on the phone at that time before yeah. he disappeared. Okay. So this confirms that he definitely was super turned around and very confused and not where he told his parents that he thought he was. Right. So around noon on May 14th, the police began their search um, and their like official search now. And they did find his car in a ditch, how he said it was around 1230 p.m. in Lincoln, Minnesota, which is right outside of Taunton. Okay. Okay. So that's pretty much just about halfway between Canby and Marshall. So, pause right there. If his car was there and he he could have oh, walked oh. backwards. You marked where his car was. <clears throat> no, Is no. That? That's okay. just how Google Maps did okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he was in Lincoln, which is right outside of Taunton. Um, so this is 25 miles. Taunton is 25 miles north of Lind. Mm-hmm. So he was just super duper turned around yeah which is weird how would he be so turned around if he takes this route every single day to school right so yeah that and he grew up in the area so it's just really confusing um so when they was kind of if he was slightly intoxicated and it was was late at night Mm. keep going continue so they find his car um there's no visible damage to the car um, no sign that he had been harmed or injured. There's no like blood or anything in the vehicle. Uh, <laughs> they did, however, find his glasses, which is really strange because he was he legally blind them. in one eye. Um, so he probably wouldn't have gone anywhere without them. Um, like when he left, it doesn't make sense why he didn't put them, put on, them on to walk. Because he needs them like at all times. Yeah. Um, the keys were also still in his car his wallet and the door was open weird so yeah it just keeps getting weirder um the yellow medicine river runs like just right outside of taunton so the police think this is probably the body of water that he heard running when he was on the phone okay i don't think you can see it on the map it's like Mm -hmm. it's really 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 small yeah um but the weird thing about it is like it's really long and so it it's anywhere from knee deep to 15 feet deep. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just really confusing. So, how did it take him, like, two hours, essentially, to drive a drive that's 35 minutes and he didn't even make it halfway? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because he called... The, so he the friends left, at the party at the school said he, he would have left at that time. This he is left turn around being midnight. Like a parallel universe type weird dimension thing. So yeah, he left around midnight. He didn't call his parents until one fifty four, and huh. and he had he only was driven only... like maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. So it's just really confusing. So one of the big things that I saw is that he did have a DUI previously. Um, so a lot of people think that maybe he was just trying to take like back roads to stay off that main like okay. route 68. Um, and he, he was, it was late, he was already drinking, so maybe he just got, like, really turned around. Yeah, but wasn't around. his car off the main road? 
Yeah, but he was, like, one of the theories is that he was trying to stay off the main road on purpose because he did previously have a DUI, and he wasn't even 21 yet. Oh. It's like if you were to drive, like, this way, and then then end up, like, right here. But still two two hours hours of driving? Mm. Yeah, so it's just, it's very confusing. Um, so during... stopped and took a nap. He could have. Could have. Or maybe just trying to stop and sober up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Plus driving really slowly. I don't know. Okay, <clears throat> continue. So during the police search, um, they couldn't find any tracks indicating which way he went. So when he exited his car, they don't know how, like which way he started walking. Um, they had police, family, friends, and helicopters searching the area. Um, and they didn't really find anything out of the ordinary. So the police brought in dogs to see if they could pick up on his scent. Um, and they did. Um, the scent led them to the Yellow Medicine River. Oh. Um, and the dogs definitely indicated that he entered the river. But oh. whether or not he exited was unclear. So they did hit his scent on the other side. But police um, said that basically because of like the wind and the open plains it could easily blow his scent to like another place Hmm. so the dogs aren't always the best like source in cases like this where it's just a lot of open fields um but also like he could have reached the other side and like grabbed the other side but then been swept away or something like that so it's not clear whether or not he actually did get into the river and actually get out. And they haven't found his phone? Nope. His phone has never been found. Okay. Um, So they searched two miles of the river and the riverbanks and they didn't find anything. So his body, his clothes, his glasses, oh his glasses were in a car, his phone, um, none of that. So the sheriff from the Lincoln Police Department um, walked the river for a whole month every single day to see if he could find anything and he found nothing um so the investigation determined it was extremely unlikely that he drowned because there was no evidence of him like in the river right um and after a week the official investigation was suspended but his family and friends continued to search for him so on may 24th this was 10 days after he disappeared um, they had over 100 people searching for him on foot and ATVs and horses, and they still couldn't find a trace of him. My gosh. So because the area was mostly crop fields, this is why the search was suspended, because it was growing season at this point. Mm. So they had to um, allow the crops to go grow during the summer, and then after the harvest in the fall, the search resumed. Um but this led to a huge gap in time. Like there was like four or five months that they couldn't look for him at all in the fields. Um, and they tried to search as many farms as possible, but they are private property. So the farmers didn't have to get the police on. They didn't have to allow the police onto the fields if they didn't want to. Um, a little suspicious. Well, could, they could ruin Most of the crops. farmers did. Yeah. Um, but between like the police and the dogs and all that kind of stuff, like the dogs spook the animals Mm -hmm. and they, they ruin the fields and all that kind of stuff. So I I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the farmers, like I said, did let them on. Um, and one of the farmers that did, the dogs actually hit on one of the farmer's combines. 
So they found Brandon scent on a combine. What is a combine? A gigantic piece of farm equipment. Like literally so big it like pulls the crops in. I think I know what you're talking about. The thing that like Google spans an entire uh, field of crops and it like it pulls. It, yeah, okay. it like yeah, rotates. <clears throat> I just want you to see how big these things are. It's really crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was <laughs> yeah, thinking. yep, yeah, huge. Okay, gigantic huge. tractor. That's the thing that was in uh, Cars, right? Yeah, if you get pulled into that, you, you remember in the movie you're done, Car- the movie Cars, uh, the towing. What's his name? Mater. Mater. Tow Mater. Mater, and uh, a tow Mater. That's Stop. funny. Mater and Lightning McQueen. They went tow- out to the fields. What's his name? And they, <laughs> they were trying to like. Um, egg on those machines and then oh. they would chase them. I think yes, they, were, yes, they yes. were just tractors. Were they just tractors? No, Probably. I think they were those. They no, had the, they like, the, the spinning things in front of them. That big, the big one was. Yes. Oh, but Remember? the tractors were, the tractors were, were like were the cows. Tractors. They were like yeah. tipping cows. Okay. Yeah. I'm but then that. that thing came out. Yes. Okay. The combine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> from cars. the dog, <laughs> the dogs, um, indicated that they found Brandon sent on the combine. Um, so hmm. this is basically it. In 2010, the case was handed over to the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Investigation, um, and they have searched and also found nothing. Um, unfortunately, his family believes that they don't think they will ever have the answers, but they also don't believe that his son, their son and brother is alive anymore. <clears throat> so that's pretty much the story of Brandon Swanson. I have find... a bunch of theories from okay. the internet. See? They didn't find anything on the combine? Just the scent led them there and they didn't find mm-hmm. anything on there? No yeah. blood. No. Weird. And we, do we know the location of the combine? <laughs> One of the farms that's like close by to Where the Lincoln. car was? Mm-hmm. I want to hear the theories. Do you um, guys do you have, have any theories? theories? Before I say okay, the so let's theories. say he walked into the river accidentally, and, and maybe that's why he said "oh sh" and dropped in because she said it was fifteen feet deep. He dropped in, he got sucked into. I don't know. Isn't there like a sometimes some some sort of thing that pulls you into the water? A whirlpool, but uh, keeps you in there. Less likely. River is flowing, so it would. His it would have turned up eventually, especially if, if he's walking the river for a month. <clears throat> is there any? There's no gators. Whatever. And if there was, they ate him, you'd probably still see his clothes. Clothes somewhere. Ripped up somewhere. Yeah, gator poop. Um I don't I, I don't know why he would say that. Was it calm did he say the last words calmly? Or did they see, say See that? that's the other thing that we don't like, know. Oh, like shoot. did he say Bye. <laughs> did he say oh shit? Or did he say oh shit? Or did he say oh shit? Like they're all so different. They are very different. So we this don't thing about know. the English language. Well, means any a language, thing. the inflection of your words. Changes. And then he hung up. No, the <clears throat> call just went silent. Oh, it went silent. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Um, I want to hear the theory. Someone kidnapped him, but it doesn't explain why the scent carried into the into the water, or beyond that. I think he was abducted by aliens. That's my theory. You still think Bigfoot, Bigfoot picked him up and carried him through the water and over to the combine? <clears throat> Threw him in there. 
Oh, I don't know. I want to hear theories. theories. I, All right. I, I'm probably going to agree with some of them. So I ordered them in, like, what I think, in my opinion, is the least likely to the most likely to okay. happen. Okay. Okay. So, number one, he had a mental breakdown. Don't really think this is what happened. He seemed fine. He had plans in school. He was doing really well in school. His parents said he was fine on the phone. Not really probable. Right. And there was no history of, like, mental breakdowns or, like, running away or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, theory number two. He did actually want to disappear. Kind of goes along with number one. Um, again, pretty unlikely. He called, though. Right. He wouldn't have, like, called his parents for help and, you know, <clears throat> asked them to come pick him up if he didn't want to be found. Um, he also didn't have anything with him, and he didn't even take his classes. So yeah. wanting to disappear, like, doesn't really add up for me. Um, number three, he was attacked by an animal. Um, prob- I feel like the... The, just, the glasses thing throws me off. Yeah, Why did he leave his glasses yeah, behind? Yeah, the... He would have sounded a lot more panic if an animal's coming after him while he was on the phone. Yeah, like panting, like running with and the What phone. kind of animals are even out there that would attack him? There's they like have coyotes, wolves, and, coyotes? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Coyote, yeah, but you would like... have heard, like if the phone didn't hang up, they would have heard something. Like something yeah. you know, growling. He had to screaming. hang up the phone. He right? didn't hang up, right? He no, just said yeah, it just call, went silent. Yeah. He just said, went, oh it, shit, and the call went silent. Got it. Okay. Keep yeah. Going. Um, so yeah, like you guys said, pretty unlikely for the for the animal thing because his parents probably would have heard him like getting attacked um theory number four he fell into the river and drowned um yeah that's the one thing that we mentioned but that doesn't make sense yeah this seems also pretty unlikely because um well we kind of talked about it but like they never found his body they never found his um phone anything like that but also if he was on the phone and then he fell into the river you would think they that would've... his parents would hear like the water ru- yeah. you know what i mean like they it would have gotten louder or something like that um number five so this is where it starts to get like okay uh, this could possibly uh-huh. be a thing okay he fell into an unmarked cistern do you know what a cistern is no. It's in the ground? It is in the ground. So it's... Is it like a farm thing? Yeah. It's like a huge well, basically, that sits in the ground that was used for irrigation. Um, so it grabbed rainwater, and then they could use it for irrigation in the fields for the crops. Um, yeah, it's... How deep does this thing go? Like, deep. Yeah, it's not oh, as deep geez. as a well. But, yeah, it's, but a lot it's big wider. and it's not meant for someone to get out right. of. But if he was carrying his phone and he fell in, you still would have hurt. Like, I don't think he would have died. It would have been like, oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> like a cartoon. <laughs> um, but it would have been easy. Like, there, pro- there are definitely cisterns in these fields um, that are no longer used. Oh. And so, like, some of them, the they really old ones, that. like, the covering. Yeah, did there any like, record of them searching the cisterns? Not that I found, but they, I'm sure they did their best. Um, but they're also a lot of times, like, unmarked, the really old ones. So mm. even the farmers might not know that they're on their property. Um, so, yeah. So okay. this is, like, it could have I'm happened, but I feel like... When he was falling, they probably would have heard his phone, like, hit the bottom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's weird that the phone kind of went silent. Yeah. 
Unless there was no like reception down there and it just kind of like cut off. Oh, like as he was falling. Yeah. Yeah. But he wouldn't have. I, we need to know how he said it. Call the parents. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let me get them. On we phone. need to know how exactly he said it because that that will give away a lot of details. So I hope that they were like if he was panicked, if he was like somebody falling, with mm-hmm. like you know, I know I say that when I fall. I don't fall next that theory. Often. Yeah. Next. All right. Running out of time. Yeah. This is the last one, but it's kind of complicated. Okay. So... You think this is the most likely? Yes. Okay. He walked or fell into the river um, and made it back out on the other side. But because his clothes were now wet and it was 40 degrees outside, he likely started succumbing to hypothermia um, because he was wearing, like, jeans and a t-shirt and a sweatshirt. So, probably, whatever, hypothermia. So that could be like the end of it, or we could keep going and say that while he was pretty disoriented from hypothermia, he ended up in a field and he died in a field from hypothermia and exposure. Um, and he either decomposed or just was a body in a field. Um, so, okay, so one, he either decomposed all summer as the crops grew, so they never found him, and then Can was basically... decompose that fast? Yeah, it was like four or five months. Okay. So, he, like, was decomposing all summer, and then they just kind of sucked up his body with the crops, or Ew. he was dead in a field, and the farmer was using a combine, like, the next day or a couple days later, and just sucked up his body in the combine um so this i think is the most likely because it's actually like kind of crazy how many people like die from combines every year they just like pass out in the field Mm -hmm. and because the farm equipment is so big and the like sight line is so bad um i saw a reddit post (laughs) (laughs) this has to be real um (laughs) Of a girl that, like, grew up on a farm, and she said a combine could basically shred a human, and the farmer would could possibly never know because of how big and loud and awful the sight lines are. Um, And on a morbid episode that I listened to about Brandon, they talked a lot about combines and how many people die from them each year. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, like, pretty common in places where there are lots of fields and farm equipment. Like, drunk people walking through, passing out, and then, like, combine jeez how loud are they though i mean it's got to be so loud yeah it's not like it's silent you just wander into one oh yeah but usually they're like passed out they're like out in the field like sleeping yeah um you got to be really out though to not hear that coming after you though yeah so i think that's the most likely one where i don't know i'm thinking the cistern one's more likely to me yeah, but why would his scent be on the combine then? Yeah, we don't know. Oh, that one covers all the bases. Yeah. Oh, that's really... But there had to have been... There, it would have shredded his clothes. It would have shredded everything. Like, wouldn't you find pieces of his clothes? Like, what part of him is the scent? That's what I'm yeah. wondering. Is it his skin? Or like, where? what is responsible for his scent? Because if they're picking up pheromones from his body, it would come out of his pores of his skin. So then... They would be the dog would be picking up. Scent no, the dog's from, probably picking up scent from like clo- his clothing. clothes. Yeah, from home. Right. So then, I feel like they would find a body or bones or something. 
No? It must shred, really. Yeah. Um, mm. So, really quickly, I just want to say, um, good thing that came out of this um, was Brandon's Law. So, this came into effect on July 1st, 2009, um, and it expands Minnesota's existing missing child laws to also include adults under suspicious circumstances. Mm, so, okay. since the police were basically like, mm, well, he has a right to go missing, but his parents knew that something was really wrong, um, the search didn't, didn't start, start quick enough. Late. Yeah. So, the Minnesota House of Representatives said that, quote... The law will require law enforcement to take a missing person's report without delay after notification of someone missing under dangerous circumstances, no matter the missing person's age. Immediately conduct a preliminary investigation to determine if the missing person, if the person is missing, and whether the person is endangered, and promptly notify all other law enforcement mm. agencies of the situation. I like that. So, so there was a little bit of good that came out. That of it. was really good. Yeah. It's just sad that something and so the bad flavor, has to happen. And the flavor of the happen. crops were probably pretty good after that incident. What'd you put in this, farmer? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the yield on this was great this year. <laughs> My gosh. So that's the story of Brandon Swanson. Um, Thank you for yeah, telling seriously, us that. that was, yeah, so we're going to be talking about lot this to think about today. today. Yeah, and they still don't <laughs> yeah. know where he is, so it's really sad. So if you've got a better theory than the ones presented here on the episode, leave it in a five-star rating and review. Um, you could do that on Apple Podcasts. You can also rate us on Spotify. Um, don't forget to subscribe. and um, You can also submit it to our website if you want. Premorningshow.com. Thank you, Camille, for yes. building that. She's quite the jack of many trades, aren't you? Yeah, to build a website. All right, well, you it's know, 8 o'clock, and we, we got to get an in investigator. there. Investigator. No, we're, we're fine. We, we it's Friday. We, we could be a little bit cooler. late. we got to empty out this cooler, but we're fine. Okay. All right, well, thank you, Camille, for joining us on this episode. Seriously, thank you. Thanks for having me. This is fun. so fun. And I hope you guys enjoyed that, too. So, uh, well, this has been episode 30 of the Pre-Morning Pre Show. Brandon Swanson, if you're listening to this... <laughs> We turn your, you turn yourself in, dude. Please, come <laughs> yeah. on. This, this has been a cold case for more than 10 years. It's not, fun. it's not fun case. anymore. It's literally a cold case. Okay. Uh, right. Anyway, bye, right. everybody. Catch you guys next time.